Over the past two decades, online Chinese literature has flourished thanks to an ever-increasing access to the internet and people's longing for fast food-style entertainment and cultural services. At present, nearly 500 million Chinese, mostly young people, are regular readers of this distinct genre of literature, which includes fantasy novels, sci-fi history, and other kinds of writings. They are served by around 23 million online authors who, unlike traditional writers, can instantly publish their works on the internet and oftentimes take up writing simply as a part-time job or a hobby. But a few of them have indeed made a name and fortune through their writings, which have proved their value both on the market and among the literary establishment. Chen Zhenghua, who began writing online literature in 2005, is such an example. My first online novel had a very good popularity rating. I succeeded and I was young. I earned a royalty of 10,000 yuan for just the first month I published it online. That was a huge amount in 2006, when I was just a university sophomore. Having succeeded with domestic readers, Chen intends to bring his novels to the global market, and he is confident that international readers will be drawn by the distinctive nature of Chinese online literature. The appeal of Chinese online literature lies not only in the stories it contains, but more importantly lies in the fresh new world conceived by the authors. Traditional Chinese culture forms an important part of this new world, which I think international readers will be interested in delving into. But what works have this unconventional Chinese writer composed? What is the new world that online Chinese literature has created? Join this edition of Footprints to find out. The world is about to change. Warriors, assassins, fair maidens, court officials, and even emperors and heavenly immortals are nothing but pawns on a giant chessboard. Xu Feng Nian, a playboy of national notoriety and heir to the empire's second most powerful man, finds himself embroiled in the depths of unbeatable game. CGTN Radio invites you to immerse in a world brimming with heroism and follow a young man's odyssey in the audio drama series, The Sword Strider Saga. Now available on radio.cgtn.com and all the major podcast platforms. When courage meets wisdom, the sword scribes an immortal legend. In December 2021, a 38-episode TV series called Sword, Snow, Stride hit the TV screens and was also streamed online. Soon after its release, this series, featuring martial arts and fantasies, quickly racked up millions of clicks, a sign of its popularity. 
The series was adapted from writer Cheng Zhenghua's novel with the same title, which won the Silver Prize of the first online literature biennial awards in 2015. Chen, who was born in 1985, comes from the eastern Chinese city of Hangzhou, a region long known for its myriad of scenic spots, rich cultural heritage and economic prosperity. Wearing a pair of glasses, the writer speaks Mandarin softly, with an accent typical of his hometown, delicate, graceful and brimming with wit. Depicting a world of fantasies and martial arts, his novel, Sword Snow Stride, skillfully interweaves palace schemes, complex personalities and a distinctive depiction of Jiang Hu, a Chinese term referring to the world outside mundane society. Jiang Hu is full of dangers, trouble, mysteries, adventures and redemption, with various types of heroes and villains and many others in between. Chun's novel describes the escape of a rebellious and wild young prince from his king father's control, getting involved with Jiang Hu, cultivating his skills and powers, and finally taking up his responsibility as a qualified king. It took just four years for Chun to finish this long story, which amounts to 4.6 million words. Such an unusual length within a short writing time distinguishes Chun's work from traditional Chinese novels. In fact, Chun and his novel is part of a flourishing cultural and entertainment development based on the internet, which has become known as online literature in China. According to Chun, online literature with novels as its typical form is very different from traditional writings. For a traditional Chinese novel, a work as long as 300,000 words is considered lengthy and may take a decade or even decades for its writer to finish. In contrast, 300,000 words may only amount to a prelude of an online novel. As a result, Chun says writing online novels is not only demanding on the writer's mind, but also on their stamina. More importantly, online literature is interactive and is subject to instant comments from readers. For a traditional writer, he or she could only publish their works after they were finished. But online writers publish during the process of writing. They publish the moment they finish a chapter, a section, a paragraph or even a sentence. Then, online writers like Chen will have to face immediate and unpredictable response from the readers, and this may derail or alter the writing. I pay particular attention to the responses and comments from my readers, but they are a double-edged sword. They have a great impact on the writer. If a writer receives too much negative response for a section of his or her writing, it may do him or her a big blow and change the course of the writing, no matter how marvelous the writing actually is. So far, Chen has navigated the sea of harsh comments well. He often sticks to his own plan of writing, although he may sometimes change a little bit according to some useful comments from the readers. Unlike a great number of other online writers, he was very lucky and had a taste of success the first time he tried. 
My first online novel had a very good popularity rating. At the time, the novel called Jade Dynasty came on the top. Mine was in second place. So I succeeded, and I was young. You know, I earned a royalty of ten thousand yuan for the first month. That was a huge amount in 2006, when I was just a university sophomore. Such a result was totally beyond my expectations, and it helped me. In my later writings, I just followed my heart when choosing which topics to write about and how long my writing would be. I think such a freedom is very important for a writer who wants to pursue real and pure literature. That freedom is a luxury for writers of online literature. A great number of them often change their original writing plans and choose to follow the reader's suggestions, no matter how immature and unreasonable they are. Some may just abandon writing in the face of harsh criticism from the readers. The result is that many online works become low-standard fast food-style cultural products. From the perspective of serious literary critics. They may rake in a lot of clicks and money in the short term, but lack inherent and durable literary value. But for Chen Zhenghua, success on the commercial market and lasting literature value should not necessarily be in conflict for online literature. Writers of online literature should not be ashamed of talking about earning money. I think it's reasonable for us to prove some of the value of our writings through the amount of money we make. Of course, for me, my ultimate goal is to create and prove that my writings are of real and pure literary value. But this goal should and can exist side by side with making money. By seeking success both on the market and in the writers' hall of fame. Chun is ambitious as he tries to be an exception in the world of online literature. I am different from many of my fellow writers of online literature. Since the first day I wrote online novels, I have treated it as a course, a lifelong course for me. It's not an occupation. Writing online literature is what I choose to do for my whole life. But in fact, the world of online literature is dominated by part-time and half-hearted young writers, who often treat writing as an outlet of their youthful energy, a hobby or a shortcut to quick success. They come from various walks of life, being a computer engineer, a delivery man, a company manager, or a factory worker, and most of them are young people. According to a report by the Chinese Academy of Social Sciences. A majority of online writers were born after the 1990s. In other words, younger than 40 years of age. The situation proves to be a challenge for Chen Zhenghua, who is approaching his threshold age, but treats writing online as his lifelong calling. 
文学它不一定是个青春番，但是网络文学很大程度上它真的是。Literature does not only belong to the young, but online literature to a large extent does. One friend of mine, who is a gifted and popular writer, once told me that the prime of the writing life of online novelists will pass after he or she finishes two novels of a total of no more than 10 million words. I was shocked. By this opinion, but later I realized that it was true. So I feel stressful as I am determined to be an exception. He explains that for traditional writers, they are free to set their own writing schedule and pace, but for online writers, they have to update every day. If you have many other chores to deal with, how can you ensure the regular updating and the quality of writing? You can't do that after 40 years of age. Chen says after he got married, he has often been occupied with family chores and childcare. Now every day he has to make some time for his three-year-old daughter. Of course. Chun has never stopped his lifelong pursuit in literature. Every day, he devotes at least four hours to writing. To broaden his own horizons and get inspirations, he reads news and current affairs online and various types of books for more than three hours a day. He says he needs to absorb new information, especially traditional Chinese culture such as folklore and ancient novels. In fact, this gifted writer has long drawn from the sources of the country's tradition in his growth, both as a man and an author. I have always loved reading since childhood. The first birthday gift I received was a comic book. That was when I was a first grader of primary school. As early as when I was a fourth grader, I began reading the romance of the Eastern Zhou Dynasty. Although I couldn't understand every word of the classical novel, I was fascinated by it and kept reading anyway. The Romance of the Eastern Zhou Dynasty is a novel written by a 17th-century Chinese writer. It brings to life an eventful period in Chinese history dating back more than 2,000 years. In the novel, kings and courtiers, concubines and ministers dream, scheme, take counsel, and spill blood in dizzying succession. This ancient Chinese novel has had a great impact on Chen Zhenghua. He got his pen name Feng Huo Shi Zhu Huo from it. The name literally means tricking the marquises with beacon fires. That was a well-known ancient story about a foolish and corrupt king, crying wolf, just to please one of his favorite concubines. To satisfy his thirst for knowledge, the little Chen saved his meager pocket money to buy books during childhood. Every day back then, he got about 1.5 yuan from his parents. So in a week, he saved more than ten yuan, which was enough for him to buy a book. In 2005, Chen was 20 years old and was a sophomore at Zhejiang Gongsheng University, which is based in his hometown Hangzhou. It was during this time that this avid reader of literature became a writer himself. At the time, he was learning public and administrative management at the university. 
Studying this major meant most of his fellow students would choose to become civil servants after graduation. But Chun would not follow that path. He liked reading online novels. He was so passionate about it that just reading it was not enough. So he began writing himself. 高中阶段的时候就特别想要去去。Back when I was a senior middle school student, I wanted to create a story on my own. At the time, online literature had just appeared, and I read some of it. I found them refreshing. The content of the online literature was different from the martial arts novels of Jin Yong, Gu Long, and Liang Yusheng. Then, after I was enrolled into university, I had more free time to read online novels. But many of them didn't have an ending. I couldn't bear it, so I tried to finish them. That was how I began writing online novels. Now, almost 20 years after he set out to write his first chapter, Chun has created eight popular novels, amounting to a total of more than 13 million words. In fact, Chun and his writings are part of a boom in Chinese online literature that emerged about two decades ago. Focusing mostly on romance, fantasy, time travel, and history, the sector saw a massive increase of writers and readers joining in over the past decade. According to a report by the Chinese Academy of Social Sciences, in 2012 the number of online authors was around four million, but it has surged by almost six times by the end of 2022. This remarkable increase was accompanied by a jump in the number of online literary works, rising by more than four times to over 34 million over the past decade. During the same period, the number of readers has more than doubled, soaring from 230 million to more than 490 million. In other words, about one in three Chinese are a consumer of this genre of literature, making it a lucrative market for publishers and authors alike. Currently, the market value of online literature in China is estimated to be around 40 billion yuan, or about 6 billion U.S. dollars. Besides its success on the pop culture and commercial market, Chinese online literature is being recognized by major cultural institutes from both home and abroad. In 2019. Ten online novels were added to the collection of the Shanghai Library. In the next three years, 144 online novels like *Battle Through the Heavens* and *Lord of Mysteries* were entered into the collection of the National Library of China. Major foreign cultural institutes followed suit. In 2022, 16 Chinese online novels were added to the collection of the British Library, including *My Heroic Husband*. Up in the Heaven and the Era of the Earth, covering themes of science fiction, fantasy, history, and reality. These works are considered the classics of Chinese online literature from the past 20 years. For Chinese online writers like Chen Zhenghua, the future of the sector is rosy and promising. 
He looks forward to a boom in the global market demand for Chinese online literature and its related cultural products, such as films and TV series, as more international readers choose to read Chinese novels. Chinese literature must go global and be accepted by international readers. I really hope my novel Sword Snow Stride can be adapted to be a film equal to the standard of The Lord of the Rings. I want my novel to be accepted not only by domestic readers, but also foreign ones. Chen's confidence hasn't come out of the blue. Currently, there are over 150 million readers of Chinese online literature outside of China. In 2022 alone, the overseas market revenue of the sector surpassed 3 billion yuan, or more than 400 million US dollars. All these represent a significant opportunity for Chinese authors and publishers to expand their reach beyond domestic audiences. At present, more than 9,600 translated editions of Chinese online novels were available for overseas readers. In the case of Chen Zhenghua, an English audiobook of his Sword Snow Stride became available for international readers starting from December 2023. And presiding over thousands of households. As the Lord of Northern Liang, Xu Xiao ruled over the three northwestern provinces and was the sole monarch in the kingdom who came from a different lineage. Expecting a wider reader's base, Chen says he will try to create more works steeped in traditional Chinese culture to serve readers from both home and abroad. The appeal of Chinese online literature lies not only in the stories it contains, but more importantly lies in the fresh new world conceived by the authors. Traditional Chinese culture forms an important part of this new world, which I think international readers will be interested in delving into. With that, we conclude this edition of Footprints. Thanks for listening. I'm Bob Jones. If you're interested in hearing more about the lives of ordinary but incredible people in China, follow us on your favorite podcast platforms. Just key in Footprints and you can find more stories anytime, anywhere. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.